named our podcast the World Class Agency Podcast, not because we thought we were world class, but because we try and get closer to it every conversation that we have. What does World Class Estate Agency look like to you? World Class Estate Agency is all about people. The good estate agents add, adds an incredible amount of value to the consumer. He's, he's looking after the customer properly, so being approachable, being accessible. And for me, every day's a learning day. What does being a world-class agent mean to you? Hello and welcome to today's episode of the World Class Agents Podcast. My name is Mark Wall and my football team are still in the World Cup. And I, I am joined by Mr. Sam Hunter. Your football team are no longer in the World Cup, are they, I'm afraid, my friend? Good morning, Mark. Hello, listeners. Uh, my football team, we're in the World Cup for four more days than we thought they were going to be. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a great source of national pride. Uh, and the fact that it was the most watched event on Australian television ever, apparently. Really? Uh, was a very cool thing. Yeah, something like nearly uh, 2 million households. Wow. And so he times that by how many people might have been watching it in each of those TV screens. Or we had football stadiums open at 5 o'clock in the morning to watch it. So, uh, yeah, well done. Football in Australia is uh, probably not going <laughs> to do much because there's too much competition. But uh, that was for a team that was written off at the start by me included. Round of 16 is a pretty good effort. And to score in every single game, that that's massive as well. Yeah, I, I I must admit the Aussies were a bit of a dark horse to get get that far. So I am a bit tongue in cheek when that shows. You know, it's <laughs> it's the arrogant English. We're going to win the World Cup. Uh, you but, might go close. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty pretty positive about the potential uh, for us to 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 go far. Um, just to give listeners a bit of insight. Uh, behind the scenes we started this podcast and I said Sam I've got a new headset how's my audio and he said actually stop it's it's not working properly so I'm I'm now but I am now loud and clear I'm assuming Sam you can hear me all right yeah hopefully everyone listening is going oh where's the Mark Worrell patented echo that we've been so familiar to for the last three and a half years but we've done it ladies and gentlemen we've somehow monetized this podcast just enough that Mark could afford a new pair of headphones so here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So um, today we wanted to talk about um, just starting to wrap up the year, but not just wrap up the year in a way that we just start doing less, but actually wrap up the year in a way that we can really have a focused end to 2022 so that we can have a really good 2023. So we've got sort of a two-part wrap-up um, coming for you, where today we're going to uh, talk about three things that you can do to successfully close out your year and set up yourself for next year and next week we're going to talk about our three 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 favorite episodes for the year that you can go back and listen to over the, mm. the christmas holidays and the reason we're talking about the power of three sam is because um as i came into work yesterday we started planning out rachel and i started planning out sort of right the kids are off here who's going to do childcare, all of that sort of thing and i and i said blimey there is still three full weeks to go of, of the year and I don't know why I'm surprised by that on the 5th of December when I was having that conversation, but it just feels like with the World Cup on, maybe that's an additional distraction, mm. um, but it just feels like the the year is coming to an end. And I was actually quite shocked to see we've got three, four weeks. It gave me that shot in the arm to say, right, okay, what are we going to achieve in the next three weeks? Because that's a long time in, in business to do nothing. So that's why I wanted to talk about sort of these three things that you can look at to, to try and end your year with a bank. That's the aim. Yeah. Absolutely. I really like that three weeks is a long time in business to do nothing. I think three days is a long time in business to do nothing as yeah. well. Um, but it doesn't have to mean 
that's three weeks of hell for leather, exhausting yourself and everything like that. You wouldn't mm. expect that over a three-day period. And I, I don't think, particularly this time of year, when you've got a World Cup on, that is going to be capturing not just the attention of every estate agent in this country, but a lot of your clients as well mm. are going to be watching that. What a great reason to talk to people yeah. about that sort of stuff. I was listening to uh, our friend Mr. Gates's podcast the other day, and I was talking about WhatsApp and how you can be so uh, more, much more friendly uh, while remaining professional if you're just sending somebody a text and they're talking mm. about football and text messages. Like, there's no way to email that to someone. I wouldn't pick up the phone yeah. and just say, great result overnight. But it's really easy for me to keep that relationship going even if we're no longer transacting if I'm seeing them on WhatsApp. So I think that point sort of serendipitously sets us up to to point number one of what do you got to do over the next three weeks to make sure that you wrap up this year feeling really good about yourself, but also that your business is in excellent shape for the new year. And that's everybody that you actually transacted with this year, buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants, mm-hmm. speak to them all. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a beautiful little intro into that. So point mm-hmm. one, the first thing that you need to do before the close of play, is speak to all your 2022 buyers, sellers, landlords, and, and tenants. And what sort of conversations do you think we should be having? That's just a Merry Christmas, you know, nice to have worked with you this year sort of thing. Uh, I, I think it's a mixture of those like nice camaraderie messages of, uh, you know, it's Mark from Moving Works. I just want to say Merry Christmas. Thank you for everything this year. It was wonderful to work with you. Um, but also there's got to be an element of how's it all going, mm. right? Particularly if you're calling your tenants, some of them may be looking to buy. Yes, mortgage interest rates have gone up, but prices are peaked to come down. So they'll be interested to know what's going on. If they're not thinking about buying, they're going to be freaking out that at some point next year, they might have to go through the same process of trying to find a rental again like they did mm-hmm. this year. And that's not going to be a very uh, fun experience for anybody. No. So calling them and getting ahead of that now, if they do want to move or if they're really keen to stay, then you can call your landlords and say, hey, Merry Christmas. Just so you know, I, I just spoke to your tenants. They're awesome. They're so keen to stay. So we'll sort out that renewal, you know, even before that month in advance, because that way you've got certainty and they do too. And that's the best thing for everyone. We can probably sneak in a little rental increase for you too. How's that for an early Christmas promise or whatever? Yeah, so yeah. you are calling people to spread some seasonal cheer, but it's really important to remind them that you're an estate agent and you do your job really well at the same time, right? Ask them how they are. What are their plans for the new year? And then, if it's, you know, a real relatively positive conversation, you haven't been talking for half an hour, who do they know? Mm. Who's thinking about moving? Who needs help, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, if you're being very intentional about these these conversations, as you say, great to spread, spread that festive cheer, but actually, what am I getting out of this this conversation? So if it is a rental increase or, a, you know, new sign tenancy or a referral into somebody who would benefit from the services. And that's the, you know, that's the, the, the crux of it really if you can make yep. all of those phone calls and get a few referrals then it's much better than just you know touching base so i think that's really really important and the second point that we wanted to talk about is how you are looking to set up for for next year so i wanted to talk about this because i always find that i have my most successful weeks in business or months when i'm actually analyzing 
my previous period of performance and planning mm. for, for my next. So if I'm closing down for the weekend and I haven't been able to complete all the jobs that I need to complete, by just planning out that next week of what are the top priorities, what can maybe wait to the following week, who, who are the calls that I need to make that week or that or even that day, if it might be that, that short time period, I always find that I'm then much more productive. And I think sometimes you can shut the door on the 23rd of December, be really happy with how, how your year is. But when you open the door on what will be the 3rd of January next year, you've actually not, you might have a firm plan in place for the business, but actually you don't know what those urgent actions are. It might be urgent actions come, you know, over the Christmas Christmas period. But for me, I think as you're closing down one period, whatever that period is, you need to be, you know, very much planning your early action. So my idea is that when you come into the office, it might, might be that people aren't shut over over Christmas. We shut down um, and just take the calls for, for um, you know, best part of two weeks. But I'm going to be making sure that I know who I need to speak to, what I need to do, what, you know, what tasks I need to achieve so that when I come in on the 3rd of December, I'm able to hit the ground, ground running. I think that makes a big difference personally for me and hopefully um, for some of the listeners as well. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that we wrote down when we were sort of playing this out was that next year, this year's been really reactive, I think. And yeah. 2021, the all of 2020 actually, other than maybe January and February before COVID happened, have also been really reactive. Mm-hmm. You've had people say to you, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to buy this, I want to pay that. And you've gone, cool, how do I facilitate that in a reasonable amount of time? Mm-hmm. Now we are entering a phase of the world where those who are proactive will thrive and those who remain reactive will wonder what happened. Yeah. And so 2023, and I actually wrote this down as like a personal axiom for myself as well, uh, because I go through sprints, right. Um, where next year is all about action. Mm Mm-hmm. What actions can you take to achieve those goals? We talk a lot about goal setting on this show. We've had so many great guests talk about how important goals are and how what gets measured gets managed and all of that sort of stuff. I think it's really important that we start talking about action. So if that's a goal, if you genuinely have that as a goal in your business, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And what are you going to put in place to make sure that that happens? Because we're all guilty, two hands in the air right now, of wanting more than we work for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I and I couldn't agree agree more. Um that the it's really good setting the goals. I can't remember whether it was last week we talked about this or it might have been Vicky that mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Setting your goals and then reminding yourself of, of those. So I'm really interested to hear from your personal goal setting, because, you know, clearly gets to the time of year, everyone starts setting goals. I'm good at setting goals. I'm not very good, as you say, probably at taking the action to to hit those goals, to be perfectly honest. How do you go about reminding yourself of, of your goals or do you, or do you not? You know, hands in the air, let's talk honestly. Uh, in the past. So I'm, I'm, I haven't been reminding myself of my goals lately. Yeah. yeah um, sure. yeah. Um, and it's a weird time in my life, you know, a little bit about what's going on, yeah. but, yeah, uh, I used to every single day write down my goals, uh, and I would write them down in the present tense. Yes. So I remember it would be, uh, I'm the best husband in the world. Uh, I am the best. Uh, I haven't actually done this since I've been a dad. 
I'm the best husband in the world, I'm the best friend in the world, I'm the best son in the world. I earn at least X thousand yeah. pounds a year, right? Um, uh, like I am warm, engaging, empathetic, and I work for the right reasons, I think was what I wrote down. And that was, they were like my personal values, financial values, yeah. who I wanted to be, right? And that reminds me very clearly of who I am and what I stood for. Yeah. Um, separately to that, like I, I, I still write down my non-negotiables. Like in my diary right now, it's one, two, three, right? Of, of, of my 20 of the people I need to talk to today to make yeah. sure that not much changes in my life for the negative, right? They could change exceptionally well for the positive with one or two of those conversations. It may not, but really stuff doesn't go backwards yeah. if I do those non-negotiables. Um, and I am a very strong procrastinator. So I need to keep my lane really narrow. Mm. And I need to make sure that this is what I want to achieve. Fitness is a really interesting one, right? So let's talk about action. And and I, I just wrote down we're all guilty of wanting more than we work for. Uh, yeah. I'm going to claim that as a as a Sam Hunter original. You said it. You said it, mate. I would love to have a six pack, right? <laughs> but I also I, I love pasta and I love food, right? So yeah. why why would I have a goal of having a six pack? Do I actually really want that if I'm not willing to take action to get towards that? Yeah, absolutely. You know. And I have been pretty dedicated uh, to the gym for the last probably three and a half months. So uh, just before I went back to the UK for the last time and then since then, and I've taken all of my key lifts up quite significantly in that time. And yeah. it's it's nothing sexy. It's mm -hmm. the same shit three times a week, yeah. right? And I go there and I'm like, maybe I'll try something else today and I have to remind myself to stay boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's actually one of the things that I constantly remind myself on. So I ask myself a question when I don't want to get out of bed every morning, which is what would a healthy person do today? Mm -hmm. I get up and I have some berries and yogurt and all that sort of stuff. And then I say, like, what would a strong person do today? Well, they go and do the same boring stuff at the gym all the time. So for real estate goals, right? It's what is a whoever the idea of successful real estate agent in your mind is, what would that person do today? Mm -hmm. You know? What would an agent that writes a million pounds in fees do? What would a two and a half percent agent do today? Yeah. And go and take action on those activities. That's all that and, matters. And I think that's the problem is these, you know, as Sirhan Rubenstein and all those, you see the flash, you don't see the action that goes behind it. And I think that's actually a really good question to to ask yourself when you are maybe lying in bed and debating, getting up to do the uh, yeah. the the twilight shoot or go for the gym, you know, success leaves clues and i think taking that action is, is is really you know really viable it's one of the things that actually i took um it was it was last week it was um ben that said about napoleon hill and mm. that and i i went through i went through the stage of writing out my goals and fell fell away from it so taking from today that's one of the things that i'm going to do is you know try and make next year the year of action and by doing that really regularly remind myself of of my goals um so there we go take something from from today already hope the listeners have i've done too um our final point sam um I want to come back and talk talk about this potential six pack but we've probably not got time so our final point um for for next year is something that i've really become um sort of quite clear in my mind at. and it, and it was you you talked about it there sticking in your sticking to your lanes um trying to avoid procrastination and we've tried to set out a couple of uh, moving works. We've tried to set out a couple of big projects each year. So I think one of the ways that you can finish really strongly for this year, if you haven't already, 
address what your big projects are going to be for next year. So what mm. sort of stuff that we've been through in the last couple of years, we've rebranded, launched a new high-end brand and changed CRM. So, and changed business model as, as well, I suppose. So actually our focus next year is that those big projects are done and it's time for us to focus and actually start delivering on, you know, the hard work that we've already put in. So I think it's really important as you come to the end of this year, decide what your big goals and big projects are going to be for next year and stick to them. Take time to, you know, think through, right, what do we want to do? Because sometimes I'm, I am and was particularly guilty of it, getting distracted by something shiny and new and thinking, right, okay, you know, it might be a bit of prop tech, it might be um, any, anything like that sort of thing, trying to integrate these things into my business. But I think actually what I've learned over the last couple of years is that focus is really, really important. And those big projects like new CRM, introducing new mm. prop tech, changing your systems, they take a lot of time and effort that can, you know, inevitably take time away from that word that we just talked about previously, action and actioning, you know, the, the plan that you've already set. So for me, one of the big things that we're going to do, that I think will be, you know, really helpful is, is focus on what big projects we, we're going to do and try and stick to that. As I say, try. I'm not necessarily very good at that. Um, so that's going to be a big aim for me to try and focus on uh, actually doing the action and for us, it's probably not going to be a load of big projects next year. But for the listeners, I think it's really important to know what those big projects are going to be if they don't know them already. I think by definition, if they're big, there's probably not going to be many of them. Mm. Um, and that's the point. And and again, this ties in nicely with with that second point. And thank you for, for putting all these together, right? Is if you've got a big goal, you know, whether you're switching CRM provider, mm. right, or opening another office um, or hiring your first PA, yeah. if you're just starting out, whatever it might be, right? There, there are only going to be a few of those big goals in the year. And so because you've only got a few, spend some time making sure they're the ones you actually want to do. Yeah. Because if you think, I'm going to open an office next year and you, and you don't really want to, yeah. you're not going to do it. And then you'll just feel like you, you'll end up kicking yourself that you didn't get your six pack, right? Because you didn't really want it in the first place. So write, why write it down? Yeah. Um, I saw a video on Instagram uh, that Stephen Brown put up the other day, um, and he was talking about vision boards. We've not and talked about Stephen for a little while, actually, so I'm glad <clears throat> that you mentioned him. Yeah, we've got to get him in there before the end of the year, and we'll get him back on early in the new year as yeah, well. Yeah, good talk us through all the stuff that we're bastardizing right now. <laughs> but I'm sure it was Stephen. I'm sure he was talking about vision boards. And I remember when Lissy and I first moved to London, um, we were staying in this like guy's house. So the owner of the house lived in the front bedroom. This strange little man lived in the back bedroom. And Lissy and I had the middle one, right? It was a atrocious existence. Sounds cozy. Yeah, really cozy. The only piece of furniture that we owned in this entire house was a vision board, a cork board on there that had all of these things that we wanted to achieve together. Yeah. And I swear to God, other than dog, we've done them all. Nice. No. And for whatever reason, we don't have a cork board in this house. And I can't, I, I have no reason understanding that whatsoever. And I, that, I actually sent Lissy Stevens' video. I was like, we should get a vision board. Mm -hmm. uh, so if she doesn't get me that for Christmas, she's clearly not actively listening. <laughs> and <I'm> like, really <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> no, um, but it, it's, it's, if you've got these big goals and you've got these little goals for your year, your quarter, your month, your week, right? Stick them on there, but associate, coming back to point two, associate the action. So whatever your big goal is, you want to switch serum, what's the first action of that? Mm. Talk to everyone and anybody. 
not the companies themselves, ask your mates, ask a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this, I would say every single day with home searches, I spoke to so-and-so I'd like a demo. It's not you cold called me. Like we mm-hmm. do plenty of that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's always people doing their homework first. So that's the action that they've taken. They've got a worth your time or not worth your time recommendation. It's the same thing that your uh, clients are doing. Coming back to point one, let's try and tile this together, right? The reason why you make those phone calls to everyone that you've dealt with this year, and it's a really scary thing if we say call everyone you know, right? We spoke about this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Everyone you know is talking to everyone they know right now. Yeah. Um Again, I'm going to big up Gates' podcast here. He had Tony Morris on a couple of weeks ago. Tony Morris said, everyone you know knows someone you don't. Come on, rival right? podcast, Sam. So you make you make these phone calls. You have these relationships because they lead to stuff, yes. believe it yeah. or not, right? And it's really scary saying call everyone. So just call the people that you did deals with, mm-hmm. right? Buyers, sellers, landlords, tenants. Yeah. And ask them, who else do they know? Who needs help? What's going on, right? That's one of your actions to achieve your goals is talk to past clients. Ask lots of questions because that gives you the opportunity to actively listen and hear something cool. And that's really important. And that is going to help you set up your new year. It's going to help you, oh, wow, all these people want to move house in this area. I should open an office Mm. in that area, right? But the best thing is if you're talking to all these people and they're thinking about moving house, their actions are, well, Mark, and Rachel moved house last year. I'll call them and ask them, how was it? And there's two ways that conversation is going to go. It was shit. Yeah. My agent has called me since. Or Mark was great. It was on the yeah, phone He actually week. called me the other day. Just said g'day. Yeah. How amazing is that? Yeah, front of mind. And and I think that's a really nice way to to, to wrap but right back to that, to that first point and how that can help you. The first point and the last point and how they can help you hit those goals for the for the new new year. Um so hopefully there's been you know some value in that. I've certainly taken some some value and you know, even if it's just a little reminder, right? This is what we need to do to to help end the year strong, start next year really strong. Uh, next week we're going to be talking and sort of reviewing our favorite three episodes of, of the year, something that you can listen back to over, over the Christmas break to help you achieve those goals. As you know, we do this because we love our industry. We want to see it get better and improve. I'm Matt Worrell. He's Sam Hunter. Thank you very very much for listening, and we'll see you again next week, hopefully when England are in the semifinals of the World Cup.